0: The Lord be with you and, and with, with your, your spirit. spirit. My friends, listen now to a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. Lord. Now, a certain man, Lazarus, was ill. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death, rather it is for God's glory so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, although Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after hearing that Lazarus was ill, He stayed two days longer in that place where he was. Then, after this, Jesus said to his disciples, "'Let us go to Judea again.' The disciples said to him, "'Rabbi, the people there were just now trying to stone you. "'Are you going there again?' Jesus answered, "'Are there not twelve hours of daylight? "'Those who walk during the day do not stumble.' because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble because the light is not in them." After saying this, he told them, "'Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going there to awaken him.' The disciples said to him, "'Lord, if he's fallen asleep, he'll be all right.' Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought he was merely referring to sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake, I was glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now, Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many Jews would come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again on the resurrection in the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, She went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, the teacher is here. he is calling for you. And when Mary heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but he was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out, and they followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. Jesus said, Where have you laid him?" They said to him, "'Lord, come and see.'" Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, "'See how he loved him.'" But some of them said, "'Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying?' Then Jesus again Greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, "Take away the stone." Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, "Lord, already there's a stench because he's been dead four days." And Jesus said to her, "Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out. His hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him, and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. On one level, this story is about the death and resurrection of Lazarus, but on another, it's about the death and resurrection of Jesus. With these two meanings in mind, the passion of Jesus bleeds through the surface of the story. Jesus was deeply moved in spirit and troubled, verse 33, he was deeply moved again in verse 38 and in verse 35 Jesus wept. Why? He had deliberately delayed coming until Lazarus was dead and buried. The crowd said, see how he loved him, in verse 36. But in this gospel, they never really understand what is going on. Jesus is experiencing something like a Gethsemane, for he knows that calling Lazarus out of the tomb means that he must enter it. The narrative will shortly make that fact abundantly clear. The belief in Jesus generated by his raising Lazarus prompts the religious leaders to plot Jesus' death. But for Jesus, there is no other way. Because only in this act can he be the resurrection and the life of the world. In and through the Lazarus story, the reader sees the Jesus story. Jesus is troubled and weeping. The tomb is not far from Jerusalem. The tomb is a cave with a large stone covering the opening. The stone is rolled away. Jesus cries with a loud voice. The grave cloth is left at the tomb. Sound familiar? A story of a death in the family is told as a narrative about Jesus' own passion. And Jesus' own passion is told as a narrative about a death in the family. When anyone's story and Jesus' story are so interwoven, it's a presentation of the gospel. Just before Jesus begins to weep, he asks, where have you laid them? And and they reply, Lord, come and see. In John's gospel, these words, come and see, issue a call to discipleship. They're spoken by Jesus to his first disciples when they ask where he is staying. Come and see. They're spoken by Philip to Nathanael when he asks if anything good might come out of Nazareth. Come and see. They're spoken by the woman of Samaria with whom Jesus spoke at the well as she told her neighbors of her encounter with him. Come and see. These words are an invitation to follow. And for Jesus, they are an invitation to follow Lazarus into the tomb. The seeds for Good Friday are sown at the tomb of Lazarus. In the face of death, Jesus brought life. But in bringing back that life, he was condemned to death. He has to occupy death itself in order to bring God's glory into the place of death. This is the core identity of Jesus. I am the resurrection and the life. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? The whole point of John's gospel is this living faith. In chapter 1, John declares, to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God. To believe in John's gospel is always tied to Jesus, and it always appears as a verb in John, never as a noun. Faith is something you do. More to the point, Faith is something you live. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Jesus gives life, and to believe in him is to find life, and to find it more abundantly is to receive life, even in a world when we are surrounded by death. In baptism, We died with Christ. We were buried together with him. So we're already living the resurrection. In his letter to the Romans, Paul said, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit that dwells in you. The real issue of faith for us is often not so much believing in God and in the resurrection of the body after death, as Martha believed, but in believing in the possibilities of God bringing about resurrection and newness into our lives right now. In order to experience new life, We have to allow ourselves to be called forth from the tomb. Jesus' words are the same creative word God spoke in the beginning. Let there be, come out, and there was life. Lazarus responded to the words while he was still a dead man. Even in death, he heard the voice of God calling him back to life unbind him and let him go. Only when we can let go of what holds us bound are we free to live abundant life. There can be no resurrection as long as we are in control, holding on for dear life. Frederick Buchner writes, When Lazarus opened his eyes, to see the figure of Jesus standing there in the daylight, he couldn't tell for the life of him which side he was on. In the waters of baptism, we died with Christ and rose with Christ to new life. So let us give voice to the faith that brings us life. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit,